You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. Ah, oh. oh, deep, beautiful stuff, man. As usual, we indeed. Have the most, the most relaxing, lovely music. Oh, these I love last songs. <laughs> when you're eating people, <laughs> you, you you need a certain kind of music. <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we are doing the Hannibal After Buzz After Show. Episode number 10. We are officially caught up, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, we are on time. Guys, we are on time. We, we made it. Come on, so NBC. Excited. Get next week's episode out already. No, so we're ready. Be ahead, I, right? we I don't do know it what I have to do when I have to wait an entire week for another episode. Yeah. We like banged out nine in a week and a half. <laughs> we are completely caught up. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. I'm here as always with the lovely Julia Kearley. Hi. Hey, everybody. And I'm also here with my main man, 50 Grand, Nando Velasco. 50 Grand. <laughs> You're awesome. up 50K. I'm Who up knew? 50K. Who knew? Merry Let's Christmas. go to Vegas. Congrats. <laughs> and I'm also here with Joe Sanfilippo, who's joining us for a second show in a row. Oh, oh, nice to be here, you guys. Love love miracle. Yeah, I know. So we're all here together. <laughs> and also, There's I somebody should else. say, oh. as promised, Very exciting. we have our first guest of the season, Mr. Aaron Abrams. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Aaron's going to join us for the entire, the entire, entire episode. Uh, We're going to talk to him a little later and get a little more into him and his character, Brian Zeller, um, uh, a little later. But uh, he'll be here to chime in and talk to us as we go through this episode, which is called Buffet Foie. Now, the only reason I pronounced this right for the first time (laughs) in 10 episodes is because uh, Aaron's here. Aaron is a connoisseur. <laughs> connoisseur of this Oh, concept. I can't take all the credit. I'm yeah. Canadian. I no, know no, no. some French no, words. No, listen. This, this is not just credit. This is Joe covering his ass because if he's wrong, he's put it on you now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'll take it. I'll well, take it. We've done ten, 10 episodes. We've done 10 courses all horribly pronounced except for Entree. We got Entree right. Entree was, <laughs> we was think. amazing. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. How was that? Entree? Entree? Entree. Ooh, I like the little zang you put on it. <laughs> we, yeah. should, we should say these a little more pretentiously when we say the titles of these things, right? Especially because your name oh, is Mr. 50, 50 Grand. Yeah. 50 Grand, yeah, totally. <laughs> 50 Grand Nando. I'm letting it rain. I scored that, but... <laughs> so, I'm making it rain. Oh, no. Too much? Too much? I'm not sure. It's got, you made that name 100% less cool. Like, in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of right. No, I'm, you're still my main man, All 50 right. Grand. Okay. No last one. So, Buffet Foie is what we have here today. Uh, what what an episode. This episode freaked me the F out. I'm not going to lie. I'm that was unpleasant. It was, that was rough. Yeah. Again. I would say if there was one word, uh, yeah, I would say F. That's what, yeah. that's what I would say. It's yeah. really a big mind Mind, fuck. yeah, I, mind F. No, that, that being said, I mean, yeah. I, we, I enjoyed the episode. I mean, again, the the show doesn't get any worse; it just gets freaking better and better every week, and, and creepier. And the layers are pulled back, and right, and we learn a lot more. But actually, well, this this one had a different look. This episode was kind of this was directed by John Dahl, who um, who many of you may know from way back from Rounders. He did Rounders, the, mm. the Matt Damon. Um, mm. uh, oh my God, Matt Damon. Um, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Thank you. That's all right. Jeez. I got your back, buddy. I we got need right Aaron there. to come in more yeah. often. You One should be time. a permanent right. fixture. Thank you. They're leaving you hanging. I was the right there. <laughs> Ed, Norton, who, Ed Norton, who played Will Graham, we should know this already. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Connecting the dots. Yeah, no. mm. Who also lost time in in uh, uh, his Primal first Fear? Movie, Primal Fear. Oh yes, oh yeah. It's all connected. I just don't. Oh, know. I, I, just, I, I just don't know his name. In, in fairness, he faked losing he time. In that's Fear. very true. Thanks anyway, much, directed by John Dahl, who uh, did Rounders, but he's recently done a, a, a crap load, a buttload of TV, as we established. That's a unit of measurement. He's done a buttload of TV. He's done a bunch. Do the of Canadians tr- recognize buttloads? Do they? Sure, we do metric. Oh, okay. It's a metric so it's buttload. A metric buttload. So, so is that a metric ton load? In the I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a butt grams. We're more into butt grams. <laughs> it's a butt gram. That's a, it's a, lo- a lovely cereal. A lovely morning breakfast. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, you get some butt grams right yeah, now. Yeah. So listen, so John Dahl done, done a bunch of he done a bunch of True Bloods, a bunch of, a bunch of uh, Vampire Diaries. So uh, and also he did one of my favorite episodes of, of of Homeland. He does my favorite show, Justified. So he's he knows what he's doing. He directs mm-hmm. some television. But what this episode had, which I noticed distinctly, was it had a very sort of suspenseful horror vibe. I mean, like it was really. I mean, you know, following we do the following, but following eat your heart out because this there were some real scares, some real suspense. A girl got pulled under the bed. I mean, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. When that happens, you're in a certain genre now. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> Pretty much. That is a biggest fear. There's thing. somebody literally under the bed. Yeah, twice. Yeah, and so that that was an, and that was so that a lot happened. Three times, my three bad. times really. Yeah. We uh, so we find I think we find out Hannibal's true. I mean, we knew Hannibal's true nature, but we really found out how. Evil. I mean, where Hannibal really is, which we, I, I mean, I guess that's not never been up for debate, but I mean, the layers of manipulation and the layers of uh, sort of, you know, sadistic, <laughs> uh, bad, bad guy isms that he does. They've uh, made it feel like it was up for debate, though, because they've made us like him so they, they, much. He's so When he's sitting there uh, talking so... to a psychiatrist, I think I've made a friend, and I really care about this person. And yeah. So let's go ahead and let the encephalitis go for a little while and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're just seeing, like, you know, episode to episode, we're seeing his his level of manipulation and how he's using that. And um, and it, it's really, it plays itself out here. We also see poor Will Graham. You know, really sort of descend into it's kind of good news, bad news. The good news is Will Graham is not actually crazy. At least we we know that he's got encephalitis. His brain is swelling on us, yeah. on him. Uh, but the bad news is we all know it, but he doesn't. He doesn't. So bad news is he's under Doctor Hannibal Lecter's care. <laughs> that's the bad. Yeah. That's the bad news. <laughs> I, I really Hannibal's think take care of everything. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a takeaway here. Have a girlfriend. Have someone that cares yeah. about you. Have someone going. You know, you need a second opinion. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that would never. Yeah, that would never happen. Right? Aaron he, Sanfilippo would never let that happen. She'd be you. like, um, <laughs> at least something's wrong her. with you. Get he out of bed. Trusts, no. He trusts Hannibal enough to not want a second opinion. How? How? Does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. This is driving me nuts. So, that, so we know that um, it's because of the size of the knot and the tie. I think that's the deal. The knot. <laughs> the knot is so <laughs> enormous. <laughs> we established this. Quinn Triple Windsor. Triple Windsor. Triple Windsor. Now it's Triple. Windsor of Fury. <laughs> He's got Windsor's where there's Windsor where there never that was Windsor's Windsor before. Windsor's on Windsor, son. <laughs> <laughs> He's got triple Windsor's up in this. Okay. So we've got, uh, yeah, so Hannibal is uh, doing things. Poor Wills is a little bit off the rails. Uh, and uh, we see a little bit of Jack really sort of having some very legitimate concerns over his guy, Will, especially after what happened to Poor, um, poor. What's her name? Uh, you know, Miriam. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm really doing great tonight with the names. I'm here with you. <laughs> anyway, we got. So uh, we'll definitely get into that, and we'll break that down um, very, very, very um, quickly. But before we do that, um, we want to. We've been doing this a lot lately. We just, you know, we rarely we give you wonderful, wonderful programming here at AfterBuzz. Um, we give you like forty, fifty shows. Uh, we present them in HD. We stream them live. We do a lot of things. We try to bring some quality programming here for your favorite shows. We don't. We rarely, if ever, ask for anything. We don't ask for much. But this is an opportunity for you guys who enjoy the show and enjoy us and enjoy fans of Afterbus to really help us out. Uh, as you know, or we may or may not know, um, Adventures of Serial Buddies, which was recently in theaters, uh, which is a movie that our founders Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos produced, and Maria's in. Is now from the theaters. It's actually available on demand. It is a hilarious, funny, super funny movie. Absolutely. Um, it stars, you know, Maria's in it. It's got uh, Beth Kathy. Bears from Two Broke, Two Broke Girls, yeah. Artie Lane, Kathy Lee Gifford, Christopher Lloyd, Christopher McDonald, yeah. um, and the voice of my main man, the Fonz, Henry Winkler. Yes. Uh, and a lot of people here after Buzz worked on it, sure. like our executive producer Phil C Tech. Yes, and uh, your co-host from uh, my co-host from Justified, yeah. uh, John Comerford, is actually in the film, and mm-hmm. uh, my other co-host from Justified, um, Stephen Bottomley, did some music. Yeah. And I think um, we're the only people not involved in this. Yeah, thing. No, it's, 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 but we watch it. Or I, I thought it was great, yeah. so I loved it. We've seen it. It's it's it's, it's a very funny movie. It's sort of like a, people say it's a Dex, it's a Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, um, and it's really great. So what you can do is you, it, it's available on demand right now. It's actually available on iTunes as well. So, um, you know, most of you download us from iTunes. You know about us from iTunes. You can actually download the movie there, get it there, get it on, demi- uh, on demand. You can yeah. actually go to uh, the the site, which is Serial, serial Buddies. Is it Serial Underscore Buddies? It's on there? Uh, serial Underscore 
buddies. All right, guys. I mean, come on. This this is like this is three or four years of work that we've put into this movie, and it just would mean so much to us if you would just go to SerialBuddies.com. Thank you. Or just go to iTunes and look up Serial Buddies. We provide we provide like hours and hours and hours of content every week just for you, the fans. And we don't fast for anything. We don't put commercials out there, except for I guess this one. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, come on, guys. Like, like if you're not gonna do anything else. One thing that you could really help us out by is just going and downloading Serial Buddies and, for and us. And that's our producer, uh, our board out producer, uh, Steve Lemieux. And, Thank you, Steve Lemieux. And also, it's not like you're not getting something. You're getting something really good because this movie is really, really funny. And, and it's now we're really starting talented. to sound like KCRW. Let's do the show. Go check out Serial Buddies. Do it now. Let's go. It's true. I know. It's yeah. true. SerialBuddies.com. <laughs> uh, and also, follow us all on Twitter, at Maria Medudos, at AfterBuzz, at Serial underscore Buddies on Twitter. And check it out online now. All now, right. Boom. Let's Boom. get into back into Hannibal. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Now that I'm, I'm in, you loosen up, you feel myself. good. Yes. So, uh, you know, every every week we talk about the show is we talk a lot about the show. Aaron. I'm gonna throw you in for a second here. We oh. love this show for a, for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's a, it's just a very genre mixing show. It is it's, wait. It's, yes. I'm not number one. No. Okay. No. no you're, that, you're, that's <laughs> correct. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we, is, so far, you're doing well. That is correct. We we do we we love it because it is a it, it does a great job at the procedural at sort of doing a, put, taking the procedural putting it it's on its head. Mm-hmm. But also beyond that, it has these elements of suspense, these elements of horror, these elements of drama. It also has the the wonderful element of the audience knowing that Hannibal Lecter is Hannibal Lecter, right? And and the people in the movie not knowing Hannibal in, in, the, in the show not knowing about Hannibal Lecter, right? And, and uh, I think you know. Uh, different than the movies where you know and everybody in the world knows right. I think it adds a different t- uh, sense of tension yeah because it's all in the audience because they're afraid for everyone because everybody doesn't know and, and it's important to be a little different than the movie in some way but also capture what was great about the movie absolutely I think it it, 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 it does a great job of capturing what's great about the movie mm-hmm. but also I just never I don't I've talked about this I don't think I've ever seen um, this many, this level of storytelling, this many layers of storytelling, Ugh. you know, done in this way, and this whole device of having Hannibal as the guy who we all know, who's a built-in of twenty-seven years of being Hannibal Lecter, who we all know and are afraid of, and have the 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 protagonist and all the characters in, in, in the in the show not knowing who he is is something that I think is just brilliant. So uh, it's one of these amazing things, right? And the level of difficulty. I'm just I'm constantly amazed at the writing of the show to deconstruct a character sure. that you know so well. And to have him play the kind of mind games, and as you were saying, you're like you grow to like him and be charmed by him, and you're like, oh no, there's a heart in there, and yeah. then you know to flip that back and forth on you, it's extremely difficult. It's a testament to Mads too. I mean, no, he's, you know, he's Mads. Oh, Mads is ridiculous. Holy smokes. So, so speaking of that procedural element, there, we always talk about the, the the murder of the week, if you will, the killer of the week. And this <laughs> week, I gotta, I, mean, I gotta admit, I don't know what the f was going on. So we have this. Can you explain? Could someone explain this to me? I mean, like I'm. I don't know if I can explain it to you, but I can tell you that it was, in my opinion, the scariest killer of the week we I was had too yet. Busy. I was so busy being terrified that I did <laughs> yes. not, and I was so busy like well, worried about Will, but I did not really get a chance to fall. We just watched the episode, of course, yeah. about literally about thirty minutes ago, less than thirty minutes ago. So it's still fresh in my mind. But could someone help me out as to what she had? Who she, she was? Yeah, she Cotard, had Cotard syndrome. syndrome, which is Cotard. Sometimes referred, I wrote this down. Okay. Sometimes referred to as walking corpse syndrome. Got it. It's a delusional belief that they are dead, do not exist, or have lost their blood or internal organs. In some instances, includes delusions of uh, immortality. Got it. So Ooh. I think what made her so scary, besides the obvious uh, physical appearance, which uh, appearance, which was quite jarring, sure. with the yellow eyes and the jaundiced skin, unpleasant, and the the. the Skin falling. Come on, yeah, yeah. Falling skin's up. falling up. She lost all the skin on her arm. Like a glove. Yeah, I saw but it. but that she um <laughs> that happened. She wasn't a. a, a it my. It, I'm very. I'm very tense. Yeah. There. <laughs> she wasn't a, a malicious evil killer. She. No. I mean, she, it wasn't her fault. She was sick. She had real mental mental problems. Yeah. She didn't know. Well, is that, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that true? Is that the thing she really did, obviously did not know what she was doing? She can't see faces. She didn't even think she was alive. Right. Well, this How is... could she know that she's hunting down people and killing them? I think what you were saying, is, well, the, turning a procedural on its head, I mean, normally shows like this would end with a big showdown between yeah. her, but it was a touching, a weirdly touching moment between sure. this psycho murderer hunter and this uh, psycho murderer 
where they're relating to each other because they're yeah. both losing time and they're yeah. both out of their yeah. minds yeah, and was, they're was lost a, well, and the she one, doesn't know she's alive yeah. and he doesn't know what's going on. So it's, It was a moment of them bridging that gap of him, you know, when their fingers touch, maybe of him seeing how deep mental illness can actually take well, you was, since right. he is right on the brink and doesn't right. understand what's happening in his brain. A lo- yeah, a right. lot of parallels, a lot of mirrors in this episode. I mean, that was the deal. He's looking at himself on some level and he's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, ugh, God, he, yeah. He even said he looked at himself in the mirror and he looked right through himself. So. Yeah. That was that. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's being back to the procedural thing. I think that, like, what, what's great about these, what we've seen in these last 10 episodes, is we have the murder of, of the week, and there's some crazy murders. We've gone through them all. We, I, I've got some questions about those later, but we, you know, we've gone through these murders of the week, and usually when they're solved, you know, it, when they're solved, and Will is always, almost always 100% right about them, they're solved in a way that is probably in the at the beginning of Act 3. This is what I like about this. It seems to be, they seem to be sort of solved at the beginning of Act 3, and then you have the back half of Act 3 to deal with whatever else we have going on with Hannibal and everyone else, and, you know, and it's really, so just like in this one, I mean, I mean, this was, you know, really solved, you know, early on, but then at the very end, it was sort of this weird bittersweet ending because... She was, you know, in the the ISO chamber, if you will. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars apparatus she had right. there, whatever that was, is very serious. <laughs> and then we all sort of thought that, you know, she was the one who killed the who killed the good doctor. But we see what happened with 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 Lecter, oh, uh, his handiwork. Yeah, yeah, real, that's I, I gotta stop you there. Yes. Uh, d- did we all think that 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 he that she did it? Because I know that I thought Hannibal did it, and I believe you I thought. thought no, I thought it, I thought it as well, just because it mirrored what happened with the the Shrike. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that one out. Very true. And, yeah, that one out uh, when uh, when he figured out it was somebody a copycat. But this guy, you know, Will was saying that this guy was incredibly smart and intelligent. He'd never kill that way again. It was pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. pretty obvious. But he had something to, to gain everyone. in this kill but too. But seeing that flashback though was really awesome. Seeing no. her walking in and him in that creepy uh, yeah. suit. Oh, and you couldn't see his face. And you couldn't see his face. And he was so face. confident because he knew exactly what was wrong with her. And he was completely confident walking right up to her, giving her the scissors and leaving. Mm. This is the thing. This is the thing it, about Hannibal. About Where do you guys get those suits? Those leather suits? Can you just buy those? Yeah, those serial killer suits? Yeah, right? Yeah. Serial killer we got people. knives. We got guns. We Friday, Friday, Friday. Come on down. Uh, we'll pay the tax for you on Friday. <laughs> we had this conversation about the serial killer depot. We talked about Tobias's lair. Oh, you know, yeah. remember? Yes. We talked about the real estate agent. They all have one. Yes. Yeah. They all have one. The real estate agent is like, and you know, maybe you'll need the lair. Is there a nice table I can yeah. do some operating yeah. on? And yeah. Place I can put my tools. Right? A little space for... Uh, <laughs> Buy ten, ten weird hatchet tools yes. and a free yeah. plastic apron. <laughs> <laughs> Please wreck and rinse and drain my intestines. So, so, that, so let's... let's Just, you know, things I'm thinking about. Anemone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Serial Killer Depot deals in cash only. Don't go in there with a credit card. They're not prepped to take it. You shouldn't be using it. No way. No way. So so besides that, but like we, so that happened. And then within that, we see a little bit... I want to touch on Jack as well because we get to see Jack... Uh, who has been? What do you got? What do you got? I'm Jack? mad at Jack. What? This, this was BS. This episode. Have I broken you? Yes, Jack. You broke him. <laughs> why? Why is this a question? I, well, I think he knows that he wants Will to admit it. I mean, I, he said that really classic yeah, but, but, line. But, but, but but it's I I I don't know, man. It's like to me, it's like the you got a soldier with a broken arm and four broken hips, four, four broken ribs, and he's got a busted leg, and like. You sure you're good to keep fighting? The guy's like, oh, I guess. You yeah, good job. I mean, they, hey, he's like, got a job is, to do. He's going to yeah. keep him up. I mean, I mean, the line he said was, why are you still here when the both of us know this is wrong for you? Yeah. He's like, if you're not going to say you're wrong, go on ahead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Go on ahead. Can I, can I defend Jack for a second? I, you know, look, we Jack is a guy who uses the old super chicken line. I'm, I'm dating myself. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Like, he's here to do a job. Thank you. He did. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. The, the old guy. Uh, I mean, one of the few people who are making. <laughs> Links between this show and Super Chicken, <laughs> Super Chicken, <laughs> I, Super Chicken and Animal like, together, like you know. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, it, <laughs> you're gonna have people googling the. <laughs> you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. In other words, I think that you know Jack is here to do the job. He like he said to Hannibal, like this guy helped me find nine, like, you know, nine women when no one else could. He's very good at this, but at the same time, he's constantly asking Will. He's constantly talking to Will. Jack is not a, a warm and fuzzy, touchy feely guy. He's gonna say stuff like, "Did I break you?" But guess what else he's gonna say? He's also gonna say stuff like, "I'm not saying I am bedrock." 
I'm here. <laughs> what about that, Joe? I, I heard the bedrock line. Okay. I heard it, That's and I, all line. I could think so, was, yeah, but you're going to dinner at Hannibal's all the time, and he's feeding you people. So yeah. I don't know, Bedrock. I don't know if you're making some good calls or not. I'm telling you. Well, we trust Hannibal at this point. So, But, but, but for me, I think that Jack is really doing the best that he can. I think that Jack is... Jack is broken, too. Don't forget. I mean, Hannibal's been messing around with him from earlier in the season as right. well. That's like true. That. So. He's, he's stirring true. the pot right there, and he's got he's got a wife yeah, who's banging he's... somebody else. Aaron, we're not going to ask you who that is, because, but, you know, but... It, what happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, his wife's cheating on him. Yeah. Jack's wife yeah. is cheating on him, which, which he's well, got to say. He's got to sense something going. He doesn't going. know officially. He knows about the cancer. He knows about the cancer now. And that yeah. sucks too. Yeah. I'm not saying Jack's I, like like some sort of monster. I'm just saying that right. that, that whole thing was a little disingenuous from my so point the, of view. So the whole the whole point of me bringing up Jack is that Jack has been presented as this one sort of hard ass hard guy, but we see towards the end he really does care about Will. I think it's to, flipping. To which it. you say no. Yeah, like whereas Hannibal, like Hannibal and, and Jack were sort of the angel and devil on his shoulder, where I think Jack was pushing uh, Will a little too hard, but now he's he's softening, right. and now their arguments are almost the exact reverse. Whereas exactly. before. Jack was like, you can do it with your problem. And Will was like, I don't know. I might have a problem here. And now right. it's, the, it's Will trying to talk Jack into the fact that he can keep going. And, and Hannibal, at the same time, was sort of consoling him and, and really persuading him against Jack at the beginning. Yeah, he was definitely sort of, casting dispersions. I think now it's sort of switching where we're, where we're siding with Jack, yeah. where I am anyway. Well, I, I, I am as well. It's hard, it's hard to keep siding with Hannibal. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't to show. I, I, don't, I, I don't know that it's one or the other. I feel like Will is screwed either way. Well, like, you gotta pick. Well, I don't, who says you have to pick? All I'm saying is that if he's hanging out with Jack, Jack's gonna burn him up until he's toast. Jack's got his best interest. Jack's oh best yeah, Jack. Well, let's let's dip into Will. Well, you though. you probably know better than I do. No, I don't know. I'm Zeller's ready to step in the minute Will loses his mind. <laughs> Zeller's ready to pounce. <laughs> he's ready. I'm ready, ready to be the new right hand. Zeller. I was another, I was the smartest guy in the room before that guy showed up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pissing on my chips, man. <laughs> Zeller and Will definitely have have oh, some yeah. things going yeah. on, which we'll get to. But I. Tell me about Will, Joe. I mean, what's what's going on? With Will Will is really this is really, you know, we see Will at the beginning at that with that with that one on one with Hannibal where he draws the clock. Oh, his and Salvador Dali recognition of the universe. <laughs> and when Hannibal turns that clock around, we all just went, "Oh no, oh, <laughs> no, Will!" Well, everybody went one, two, three, four. Oh, that's not seven fifteen. No, it's not. <laughs> that's twenty seven thirty. What are we gonna do? <laughs> It's like he shook the whole thing, and it's like an etch-a-sketch, and it just started messing around. With it. I'm it's pretty start sure melting. at the end of each segment, I I I said no, Will, yeah. no. no. So, so Joe, talk each to me, one. talk to me about Will. Uh, uh, Will, is, Will is not having a good day, man. Yeah. Will's brain is on fire. And and he's hanging out with the wrong people who think it's a very good idea to let his brain keep burning and just see what happens. Um, Will has encephalitis, which is from the ancient Greek pronunciation no. that I'm not going to attempt. Uh, it is an acute inflammation of the brain, encephalitis with meningitis. Oh, boy. Has another extraordinarily long word that I will screw up. Symptoms, do the Canadians know what it is off the top of their heads? This is all off the top of your head, I thought. Uh, You're no, not reading us at all. No, yeah. no this is just, a, this is extemper from my mother's wit. Sure, sure. Man's brain um, <laughs> symptoms include headache, fever, confusion, drowsiness, and fatigue. Uh, more advanced and serious symptoms include seizures and convulsions, tremors, hallucinations, and memory problems. Thank you, WebMD. I, no, well, actually, it's a Wikipedia, but right. hey, either I'll way, you. you're welcome, universe, for the knowledge. <laughs> that um, clock thing is also real. That clock, that 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 draw the clock thing. Spatial right. distortions. Yeah, 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 that's also a real thing. Really? So yeah. we have. So I, I think that the, the one thing you know, I, I the beginning there, I we talked about my prediction last week was that you know Hannibal's, Hannibal's going to continue to push Will and maybe sort of manipulate him into pushing him over the serial killer edge. And I, we saw at the beginning where he was sort of trying to convince Will that like you know what. Hey, you killed somebody, but sometimes people gotta go, and you know what? It's it's kind of you know is what it is. It's okay because some people are just air and what was it? What light, was just light. Well, I think that that monologue right there we need to talk a little bit about later on because that was that seemed to me that one might be the uh, the whole uh, the whole Hannibal Lecter opus right there. But um, yeah. it was very medieval. Yeah, very medieval. Like right. the ancient days of medicine. Absolutely. Yeah. 
But um, I, well, I think what's nice about it, we know what's nice about encephalitis. Yeah. Well, we know, but we, we, we that's, a, that's <laughs> the first side. time, the first time that's ever <laughs> been said. Everything everything new sentence you're just starting. <laughs> and said for the first time in history, the nice thing about encephalitis, but at least we know what Will has. That we know that this these hallucinations aren't a result of mental illness; they're a result of an actual condition that can be treated. Right. So, and of course, we have to actually treat it, which is not going to happen because Will is in bed with the wrong people. But. Um, but we know that there's something physically going on with Will, and then it's manifesting in other ways, but we know that there's a physical thing going on. Um, but, uh, but, but we see Will really, really going through what I can't, I can't imagine a worse, a worse reality to be in yeah. than to not know where you are and not know how you got there and find yourself in places. I mean, to me, that is, uh, that is absolutely the worst level of hell. Well, it begs a question that I, that I asked all you guys last week about. We talked about Will losing time, and you know, was how much of it was him losing time, and how much of it was delusional. And it seems to be one of the main symptoms of encephalitis is these delusional episodes. So maybe a lot of what we did see last week was delusions. You know, maybe someone was losing time. Maybe he was delusional in some some ways. I don't know. I love the line that he uh, said. That uh, God, what was it? I know. Uh, what kind of crazy I am? Yeah, this is not yeah. that kind of crazy. Yeah, because you got to a certain degree, you got to have a certain grow. Someone of Will's advanced, you know, brain power uh, and whatever he he knows exactly what he's doing. It's a little empathy pen, pendulum trance, mm-hmm. but he knows that does not include sort of where yeah. he's going. This is not right. This so, is not my but, crazy. But for the first time, we did see a scene where he was just having a normal day, gutting a fish, and he flashed. <laughs> Right into the crime scene, right into yeah. his dream, the ending of his uh, dream state when right. he's trying to figure out, and he's actually corrupting, contaminating the crime scene. Contaminating the crime scene. That was oh, again, that, that was pissing yeah. Zeller off like a maniac. I would imagine. Oh, sure. Did I give him a stink eye, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that was an ama- amazing sort of sequence, an amazing directed sequence because we yeah. know as the audience, wow, what what he does with his pendulum trance, and if you will. So this is the first time we're able to actually see him in the middle of it, and it was so disturbing for us because we've seen him strangle people and shoot people and kill people, but we're we know what he's doing, but to see him. Doing that act, like is this real? Well, not, you know, not just yeah. that he lives out in the wilderness. The crime scene was out in the wilderness. Yeah. He saw the whole wolf thing. I mean, it, I've never it been shows... so relieved to see Jack in the and and you. Oh, and the <laughs> yeah, the everybody in the hallway. Yeah. Like, oh God, thank God. Yeah. But also panicked. I think. I mean, the reveal that we're outside the door is the reveal yeah. that, like, oh, this wasn't in his mind this time. He was actually screwing with bodies, and he was actually right. contaminating crime scenes. Yeah, oh, he's, elbow deep. He's in getting this. worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And worse. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. So that that that. that there's, there's that, but I will. I mean, so the the, the sad thing about Will is, you know, we had him see poor uh, Doctor John Benjamin Hickey, our guy from The Big uh, C and The Good Wife, and Tony who we Award love. winner. I love yes, him to death. We love him, a Broadway <laughs> person like yourself, Julia. But uh, but we love him. But uh, who's also great in this? But you know that that that. It's nothing. The, the fact that he knew knows something's wrong with it. He goes to see the neurologist. He gets the CAT scan. He comes out, and the guy's like, "Yeah, nothing." You must, you must be crazy. Like, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's Doesn't a- even second guess it. And again, yeah. no second He's like, opinion. Eh, yeah. All right. What the, what? I'll go with whatever you say, Hannibal. This We're unblinding faith that everybody has. So, what do we think? How long do we think this will go on with Will? Well, what did Hannibal say in, in, until, uh, in, until it's necessary? Well, he said that to the now dead. Uh, Doctor <laughs> Doctor John Benjamin, which, which I think to me says that uh, when Hannibal determines that it's necessary, mm. yeah. So, I mean, he, he got he got the diagnosis he wanted from from the doc there. He got that all sorted out, but uh, but as far as control of the situation, if right. he has two, what, what's the what's the, exp- what's the old expression? Three people can keep a secret if two of them are dead. Right. You know, so <laughs> so Hannibal's in charge, and and he's not about to have this have the other doctor uh, whose last name I can't pronounce. Right. Uh, you know, have any kind of say as to whether or not this experiment ends tomorrow? I don't sure. feel good well, about this said, anymore. He, That's never happening. I love what Hannibal said when uh, when when uh, Doctor was since what was his name? Oh God. What was his name? Sutcliffe. 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 Thank you. Yes. When he, so when happy he, I could be here again. <laughs> Thank you. These oh, Canadians, they just know you. stuff. <laughs> when, what, was that? Uh, he, what was that? What was that? That was a terrible accent. Leave okay. it alone. All right. Sorry. <laughs> that sounded like some bad when accent. When he asked Hannibal, like, how long are you going to let this go on? And he said, Will's my friend. Yeah. You know, I'll put out the fire when, it, when, when it's time. And if that doctor is not He's a good friend. wake-up call to you, who is also a friend of Hannibal's, <laughs> it's like, well, this is how I do with my friend. Yeah. yeah. 
I worry. We'll we'll see. So now that now that the good doctor, uh, I'm sorry, I keep calling Doctor John John Benjamin Hickey. Now that he's <laughs> now uh, not with us any longer, so who knows how long this will go on? I mean, at least at least we know that Hannibal has had the intention of maybe getting Will out of this at some point. We also he's also ensured that uh, those test results will never get out mm-hmm. because. He'll have oh, to he'll yeah. definitely have to get a second opinion do from you, a guy he maybe doesn't know. Do you think that as evil as we are, are all saying Hannibal is, you think part of the reason why he doesn't want this treated is because he he has a curiosity for Will. He said that in previous episodes, but he almost feels that by treating this symptom, he might lose his his sight. Oh, you think that maybe. if we if we treat the encephalitis, Will loses his his ability to empathize? Yeah, with, with the and, and, he and might therefore lose. his great is gift. That, is that something that genuinely little will transition into, he, in, in, into uh, Lecter right now? But is that something that Lecter is genuinely concerned about uh, in studying Will, or is that something? Why why would Lecter care if if he loses his empathy or not? Well, I think he's just fascinated by Will's uh, by Will's gift, and and it's something that. So for someone like Hannibal, who is just such a, a student, wants to learn everything and take he he absorbs too. Mm-hmm. There's talk about Will absorbing, but mm-hmm. Hannibal seems to want to absorb everything about Will. He has his fascination, his curiosity with him. Mm-hmm. So my question, I, I guess, is that that he wants Will to be all messed up because just like he said in that speech, as horrible as it might have sounded with Doctor Sutcliffe, he wants to continue studying him and he yeah. doesn't want to mess with the uh, mess with the 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 way Will is right now. I think there's definite uh, a real professional inquiry mm. is one part of it, but I think another part maybe he, he will is more and more indebted to him as time goes on. Now they share this awful secret too about Abigail, Abigail Hobbs, yeah. And uh, maybe if he remains in this this uh, uh, mental state, which is so you know off kilter, off balance, he can have a little bit more control over him to sort of mold him and shape him into sort of doing his bidding. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, I uh, think that uh, it's it's a little less complicated than that. I think that a swollen brain is good eats. You can taste good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a swollen brain. A little fatty brain. Yeah. Listen, you know. I, I, I would not have thought of that. I, I, I gotta say, <laughs> you really, 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 you're really into the show. I, uh, your, brain, your brain is going to saying, places like that. I, 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 got, a, I got a little Will Graham in me. I'm, I'm you know. <laughs> I got a little Prince. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, uh, just like in that first episode when, when in the pilot, when, the, when Hobbs put that girl back because because she, he couldn't eat her because she had a tumor. Yeah. I don't think Hannibal would touch Very that. True. I don't I think he would. I wouldn't eat would. encephalitis brain. Yeah. Hey, got, what if there's meningitis Ooh. in there? Bang. There was a little else. No, he did say to, to Tobias, he <laughs> no, wouldn't poison the food. He wouldn't do that to the food. I'm just putting Very. it out there. All right. You know, Aaron, you're on a show where we're actually discussing this, and it's a reasonable discussion. Sure. It's is. a reasonable discussion yes. whether or not we should eat a swollen brain. Yes. We can't eat that. Ah. <laughs> so okay, so, no, everyone so, knows you don't eat swollen brains. You you eat the normal brain. Everybody. Then I, I, the I really want to get to you, this just before <laughs> before we before we get to Aaron over here. I do want to get you to you more about, about Hannibal. So, you know, this is the first time we actually we're really seeing the more. I, like I said, I think he's really like he was seeing the evil manipulation. You know, sort of at, at, at its height, as, as as high as we've ever seen it. Yeah. It seems to be like we've we've pretty much ripped the layers off by episode 10 that like, okay, yeah, yeah. Hannibal is Hannibal. He's definitely killing people. Mm-hmm. He's definitely the guy. He's, de- he's definitely manipulating everyone. He definitely has maybe a plan, maybe not. Um, I, you know, to me, he's this slow burn. It makes him scarier than ever. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that the title of this episode it fits perfectly with Hannibal himself because he- Hannibal, above everything else, he's cold. He's cold, just like that buffet foie. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a yeah. loose glove of skin. <laughs> there you go. So he is just his his speech with Doctor Sutcliffe. Everything about him. It's it's not so much that he's uh, evil. I mean, he is evil, but he does it in such a cold, effortless way. Yeah, that's just so that makes it even creepier. This whole episode has this total chill, chill to it, which I love. And uh, and again, it's just I don't understand a lot of what goes on with him in this episode. I don't, that, I don't get exactly why he killed Sutcliffe. Still, I still kind of I understand the whole copycat thing, and it's great. But I thought they were in cahoots a little bit. Well, that's my favorite thing about this guy. Like we don't understand his motivation. We are ten hours in, and we don't understand what motivates uh, Hannibal. We talk about it every week, and I, I think there's been like four or five times I've thought I've had it figured out. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got it, and then I'm like. Eh, Bullshit! That was wrong. Okay, next. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what his motivation is. I, I, I've said for a long time. I think he's playing games, but 
But uh, I think there's more to it than that. I, I do not know what his motivation is. You don't know what his motivation is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. it, and it's not from the movies where his motivation was just to eat people. It, it, you know, and, and, and well, his motivation from the movies wasn't just to eat people. You understand what I'm it, saying. It, but it, he's, Dr., he's Dr. Lecter. He, he's very Right, much. but you've got 90 minutes versus 10 hours now. We've had 10 hours to play, right. you know, and, and, and you guys have done a hell of a job, like, exploring all the different things he could be wanting, could be, you know, all the different strings sure. he's pulling. It's a real testament to the writing of the show, I think, that they write a character so smart that he's almost ahead of you all the time. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you write a person so smart. But like he's done it on previous episodes, I think on on the on the Molly Shannon one. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw that one. The mm-hmm. didn't of course. Air. Oh, yeah. But like, he like when he like reboots Abigail's emotional memory yep. by drugging her tea and things like like he's taking her and you're like oh he wants to be yeah. a dad and then he does the same thing with Jack the very next week where he's planting the arm and the stuff with Miriam again, you're like, why is he doing this to right. Jack? And it's to reboot his emotional so he can start grieving and then treat his w- grieve for his wife because mm-hmm. he never fixed this thing. And sure. So he's like doing this weird therapy. He's like using his murderous tendencies to be a thing. But my point is that he's so far ahead of, of the audience that, that there's a lot of stuff that he, you don't know why he's doing it and then it gets revealed in this way, and you're like, oh, right, he's a genius. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think I actually said that in one of the episodes. <laughs> that quote, I'm like, that's right, he's, a, he's an evil genius. A completely amoral, we, evil genius. We it's talk incredible. about that a lot. He's not only the smartest guy in this room, he's the smartest guy in, in, in the next two rooms, and the next two rooms over. I mean, he is, he's, he's way ahead of, of everyone on the show, and also the audience. And again, like I said, it is a testament to the writing. And a lot of times, that can seem, you know, on a, on a, on a lesser uh, written show, <laughs> the show written with less skill, it can seem a little manipulative. Like you kind of like as we as as conditioned TV viewers can kind of kind of see things telegraphed and see them coming, and you want to start figuring things out. Like oh, well they're doing that because of that, or that because of that. But even on this episode, even in this show, we're always like oh, oh, oh. It's always like it's just <laughs> yeah. so. I can hear you guys. That's yeah. the screen <laughs> 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 A lot of like no, yeah. will don't. A lot of that also. <laughs> <laughs> the clock. It's the yeah. clock. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. So. I was going to say. Well, I was going to say a shout out. I'm I'm taking a look at the Afterbuzz chat room at the same time. And Aid for the Braid said uh, about as far as uh, Hannibal killing Doctor Sutcliffe. He said uh, I think Hannibal was like, well, I know this doctor. He's corrupt. I can make him do this. And then because he's so corrupt, it's justified that I killed his pig anyway in the end. So. Mm. It's possible too. Could be because he obviously Hannibal has his own moral code as well. So he's probably. Sutcliffe is already bad. He's already knows he's he's corruptible. He's corrupted him in a, a little bit more, and now he's like, ah, I don't need him anymore. Right. So that's possible too, I guess. That's a good. Hmm. Uh, and there's an opportunity with a certain uh, with a serial killer who's operating right now, whose motif is completely understood, and yeah. where he's connected to Will. So there's a, there's a, there's a ready scapegoat that he can just go ahead and take advantage of. Yeah. yeah. So we ha- we do have a special guest here, and we and we we're going to get to him right right this very second. But before that, we want to thank you all for listening to us and on iTunes and downloading us and continuing to make us the number one downloaded show on on AfterBuzz. And uh, we've been so since we've been doing these podcasts. Woo. We're all caught up. Ten episodes. And uh, so thank you very much for that. Thank you for all of your comments and, and, and rating us. You're giving us fives. I think we have uh, almost all fives, except for maybe one four. Uh, but thank you so much. Please continue to rate us whatever you want. Uh, I know, Flippo, you love fives. I love fives. And so um, <laughs> <laughs> we very, very, very much... Out of five, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As long as yeah. out of five. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ten, I, I, would have, I would have sad expectations for myself. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I know guys like you. I know guys like you. They're only after five. <laughs> I like to be mean. So, so thank you very much. And, and also, you can, also you can, those of you can watch us on YouTube as well and comment on us. Uh, Comment on us on YouTube and also uh, on AfterBuzzTV.com. You can also stream us live with your all your devices, your Androids, and your iPhones, and your iPads, and all your tablets. We're everywhere. Now. So uh, some of you are doing that right this very second. Nando's talking to someone right now. Yes. On the, on the AfterBuzz chat. On the AfterBuzz chat. But now, without further ado, he's been here the whole time. We have with us Aaron Abrams, who is, who, who's, who's from the show, as, as we mentioned earlier. Um, well, let, let's, let's take a look. We're going to show, for those of you on oh, YouTube, no. we're going to show a clip. It's the oh, no. clip. Oh, how do you do? Do you like of, watching uh, yourself? Well, we'll see. A little bit of Aaron's What? Work. Oh, that's, I was going to say, that's not me. Oh. Found him in a school bus, sitting across the aisle from himself. Not only did the Ripper take his kidney... But he also took his heart, which, if you recall, is what he tried to do in the hotel, but was interrupted before he could paint his picture. 
Ripper wasn't painting a picture in the hotel. Someone else was. You still think that he was ripping out a heart to save a life? Yes, I do. The Ripper painted this picture for sure, in big, broad strokes. Could both victims' organs have been harvested for transplant? Subtle variation on waking up in a tub of ice, missing a kidney? Love a good urban legend. Mm. You could put the organs on a ventilator long enough to coordinate the donation. At the hotel, the victim's abdominal aorta and inferior vena cava, that's like the kidneys in and out for blood, were entirely removed. They're like USB cables. You keep them intact for an easy reconnect. Were Mr. Caldwell's heart and kidney disconnected for easy reconnect? Yeah. Um, other Ripper victims, organs and USB cables missing? It's inconclusive due to the degree of mutilation, but... Yes, that is how the Ripper rips. Mm. <laughs> there it is. Oh, when will this guy get it? Yeah. <laughs> and he's only, there's only one smart guy in the room. <laughs> yeah. uh, mm. John, I'm going to let you get in your, your question in a second, but I'm going to jump uh, jump ahead here based on that based on that uh, clip. And I want to, you know, uh, we, we talked we talked a lot about it. We had big an episode four, maybe this episode. We had, we had a conversation about how this FBI team is a team of super smart alphas. You know, this, right. this team. They're everyone. All, 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 all four of you guys are like a, a team. Well, and every, Will and everyone else included are all alphas, but, uh, you know, you, your character, really in particular, seems to be the alpha of the alpha who clashes with Will a lot. Let's let's give Fishburne a little bit. I think once Fishburne is a part true. of the crew, everyone else is a beta. That's immediately yeah. to start. Yes. <laughs> what was the line? You did not just say that. You did not just yeah. say yeah. I, I did not just hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, That's there's a lot of clear. scenes where he's I'm, I I disagree or I bust his nuts a little bit, and yeah. he'll just sometimes he'll play it super cold, and so, like sometimes he'll just do a take and he'll surprise yell. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever had Lawrence Fishburne yell at you and you Not didn't recently. expect it. It's, uh, he's told me to get off his lawn on like four occasions. He yeah. seems very <laughs> emphatic that I'm not to be camping in front of his house. That seems fair. So, uh, so whatever. That, so that's a thing. That's a thing that you, you clash with Will on a regular basis. Is yes. that something that was, you know, obviously that's, that's a large part of your, that's a large part of your character mm-hmm. relationship, but is that something that was written or is that something that you do? Um, it's it's certainly something that uh, I do. I've been playing a long string of jerks in the last little while. <laughs> but I mean, for the audition, and this is a testament to how creative and how how amazing the the people who are involved with the show is. I mean, the auditions was the last audition was was I don't know an hour in a room, and they just like try it this way, try it that way, try it now. You're most excited about science. Try it now that you're pissed off that nobody else gets it. Now try it, and so you just do it a thousand different ways. And they're like, okay, let's try it. Let's work with this guy a little bit, the jerk guy, and then they try it that. So then. And then this is, I guess, what they what they landed on, especially because you're casting myself and, and Scott, who you saw in the clip, and, and so it's about a dynamic between the three of you. And, uh, and I think they did a great job. Certainly, you know, when me and Scott, and you'll see that in, in some episodes coming up as well, we have some banter that's, that's like, really fun. I mean, that's that's got to be fun to work with Scott Thompson. Oh, man, it's exactly what you expect. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nightmare. No, it's, yeah, he's good. He's he's the best guy. He's, he's super funny. He's on all the time, and he's uh, he's he's exactly what you need on a show like this. I mean, there's a lot of comedic people on the show sure. because the show's so dark and just crazy, crazy dark. And, and you know, Hugh's a really funny guy. Lawrence really, nice, but like having Scott and Hetty, you know, is from a Broadway, you know, comedy background, yeah. and mm. and uh, Eddie Izzard and Molly Shannon and all these guest stars come in who have these comedy backgrounds, and it just it makes it makes the atmosphere of the show a little bit lighter. Sure, interesting. That's got to be some wild sets, uh, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway. But uh, but I want to ask you though. So did they go after you, or did 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 you uh, did you just straight up audition, or was it was it something where they kind of sought you out a little bit? Uh, they um, yeah yeah they they auditioned and then uh, they they I guess liked it and then they it wasn't a situation where they they were like this guy who's this guy they they I I auditioned I guess with with a bunch of other people and then slowly they whittle it down and they they figure out that I am champion. Champion. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Well, I mean, did they, they have an idea of? I mean, because Brian Zeller is actually a character. He's a he's a real yes. guy in Red Dragon. So, did yes. they have an idea of what they wanted Brian Zeller to be? And they said we were looking for this type of guy. Or was it like Brian Zeller is really he is what he is in the book? But you know, surprise me. I'm different than the guy in the book. The guy in the book is. I mean, hopefully, I, I don't turn out to the guy in the book. The guy in the book was so stressed out that he like lost all his hair by the time he was thirty. Yeah. So that's like his big characteristic <laughs> yeah. is that he's just like a stress box. Um, <laughs> And Get ready uh, for the ball cap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> every day. Like Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott played him in Manhunter. Right. Um, who's 
a fine looking man, but does sure. not uh, doesn't have a thick head of hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so but Brian's been really good about sticking with with the lore of the books, but isn't afraid to change it up and go different directions um, just to keep it surprising for people who are really up to date with with lore and backstory. And I, you know, I think you'll start seeing some some variations on some things. Cool. What do you uh, What do you originally think of when you uh, first heard about this series about the storyline? I was super excited about. it. I mean, Manhunter was the first movie I ever saw. As a kid, it was the first like scary movie I saw that wasn't like a crazy guy with a hockey mask running around killing naked people. You know what I mean? At a summer camp, it was like a, a cerebral, spooky, like slow burn uh, freak out. And and as a kid, I, I lost my mind. I I, I went. I own it. And I watched it all the time, and uh, it was one of my favorite movies growing up. And so it's really exciting to see a show sort of get back to that and Will Graham and. And, and, you know, Brian's always planned it's that Manhunter is season four. Like, he's right. got a seven-season se- seven plan. Right. And uh, so, but Manhunter is season four. And, if, if we, you know, that would be amazing if we could just tell that story over the amount of time I think it deserves to be told. Like a 13-episode be... version of Manhunter. Yeah. How far, how, how, far ahead you, how far ahead are you familiar with the story? Of Brian's vision, not not too much. They they tell us things, but the things change all the time. I mean, sometimes it's uh, they'll 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 go left when you think it's a right. I, I know that there were some plans for this season. They they immediately changed it at the last minute. It's all very surprising. It ends with an amazing cliffhanger. That's, oh wow! Yeah, uh, you guys should get pretty jacked up about. Well, I got I got to admit when I, when I when I when they announced it, I was I was really skeptical. It's like you know they're doing Hannibal, and I was like huh, Hannibal, how are they gonna do? And then I when I, when I announced it, then I heard Brian Fuller was doing it, and I was like, oh well, if anyone can crack this, it's right. Brian Fuller because you know you know dead like me and pushing pushing daisies, and so <laughs> uh, so I was right. He was the guy. He did crack it wide open. So you know, what, what's it like working with Brian? He's the best. I mean, he's he's exactly what you want a showrunner. He's not. He's like a, a visionary, right? So. You, you know that everything is meticulous and everything is thought out. Like things like the the clock and the mm-hmm. and the and the disease that the that um, Georgia Madsen has in this episode. Look, those are all real. Those are all things I've never heard of right. ever. But this he does so much research and he knows so much and his mind works in crazy crazy ways. I mean, who could think of a corpse totem? Like that's crazy. I mean, well, well I, I don't know what he's doing in his spare time, but he's really thinking about some stuff and and. Uh, He's he's a great leader, and you can just trust that he's going to deliver. Right. And, and especially with this cast that he's assembled, like Hugh and Lawrence and and, and, and Maz, like you know, you're in, in good hands. Sure. Yeah. Uh, did were you were you very aware of your character going into the audition? Were you familiar with the Brian Zeller character from Red Dragon? I looked him up, and I remember I was like, "Oh, Chris Elliott from from Manhunter." I was so familiar with that. I was like, hey, "When he shows up in Manhunter, you're like, what is going on?" Um, but then I looked it up, and I, I reread the books, and I rewatched all the movies, and, and you know, he pops up, and and uh, I, I um, it's weird because he's 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 central, but he's not. He's not flushed out, and so you have to be. I knew to be prepared for sort of everything going into that audition, and just sort of be like, "I'm going to do it this way." But if you don't like it, I'll do it. This I'll try something else. Right, right. Yeah. So since you read all the books and uh, and uh, the movies, which mm-hmm. uh, which movie would you say is the favorite? Well, I have a soft spot for Manhunter because it was sort of a trailblazy thing for me. Silence of the Lambs is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies that it, it's on TV, then that's that's your afternoon. Like, good, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You're done, and uh, you can't sort of escape it. And that bad guy, the bad guys are just, oh, God, they put the lotion in the basket, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All <Bill>. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ted Levine is so amazing. Was she, yeah. was she a really great big fat girl? That's <laughs> <laughs> just like, ah. Oh. And Tom Noonan in, in Manhunter also, like, it's the first time I ever saw, like, a 6'10". Actor lurching around, being like just very strange uh, yeah. guy who's who's terrifying. All right. So you play like you know you play you know Emmy on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Quincy. My, my <laughs> 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 shout out to Jack. Yeah, well, we got to give a shout out to Quincy. <laughs> but uh, he played Emmy, but not just any Emmy. He played like a super rock star Emmy. Like, uh, how did you prep for that role? Did you sh- shadow a real life qu- corner? Or what, what did you? Yeah, know? they brought in a guy. They brought in a guy who was uh, he was like a real crime scene investigator, and he 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 taught us how to basically. Um, uh, to establish crime scenes and sort of learn, like basically how you, how you tag the, how you basically um, how you catalog the evidence, how you obtain the evidence, how you uh, learn from the evidence, and then also uh, they had a coroner on there who was 
taught me because I'm sort of the guy, the medical guy who's in the right. dead bodies all the time. Um, how to how to get in there? I mean, I don't know a kidney from a sp- spleen. See how right. long it took me to ma- name <laughs> a second <laughs> name <laughs> a second organ? Give me three organs yeah, right now. Yeah. Go uh, spleen, uh, kidney spleen, from another <laughs> kidney. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it was tough. I mean, and all this, you know, whenever you get something, it's just, that's the, one of the best parts about the job is doing as much research as you can and just being like, oh, great, an excuse to learn about something. Sure. And I got a guy who has done crazy crime scenes who's sort of telling me about his life. It's Oof. great. It's great. I would imagine by season three you're going to be an expert, though. Oh, <laughs> no I don't think so. <laughs> I, 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 am, I am not very smart in real life. Only on TV. I, I just play a Canadian on TV. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. Now, these, these crime scenes are like the most nasty, gruesome mm. things I think I've ever seen. The mushrooms... Gross, right? Yeah. Whole another level. I think this this one was the one that I thought was always the grossest. You thought this was? I because it was it wasn't elegant at all. It just was you show like you were used on the show like showing up and being like, oh, that's sort of pretty. How the, yeah. how gross it is, like a totem pole. Oh, yeah. the art, a cello doing, neck. Yeah, a cello <laughs> neck, amazing, right? <laughs> and then this was just like, oh no, a guy took scissors and hacked the jaws off, and you're like, oh man, so so just uh, gruesome. Uh, that's so interesting to me. After you dealt with Mushroom Dude, yeah, yeah, no, this Mushroom is the Dude one that did it for me. This guy was always the guy. Doctor Sutcliffe was always the worst for me. He's, How he's funny! Just, he's it's so just gruesome. All right, but also it looks the. Re- I mean, they all look so real. That's but what like I was gonna a, ask you. It it doesn't. It's not like one of those things where you show up and you're like, oh, it looks. It's a big plastic dummy. No, no, no. They're they look exact. The art department does such an amazing job. They look exactly like how I imagine a guy with his jaw cut open would look like. There'd be sometimes where I'd be in. I'd show up for like rehearsal, and I'd be like, okay, and I'm in the body, and they just, and I'd be like, oh, this one's really lifelike, and I'm in the body, and I like pull out a kidney or a spleen or something, and then the head will move. I'm like, what? And it's actually a, the actor, and they carved like a situation, but I didn't know. I thought it was another dummy. Oh, you didn't? Because I've been a step, like the dummies look so lifelike, right. but that's, those scenes are also the freakiest uh, for me when I'm digging around a body. Yeah, that's and I know, my kidney. Yeah, you can see yeah. his eyelids fluttering around, so you're like, sorry. <laughs> has anyone done anything? Has there, has there been anyone messing with anybody on the set? Has there been any... Uh... No, I mean, it's again, it's a light set, so it's not a lot of messing. It's not like we played pranks or whatever that whole thing yeah. is, but there was a, certainly some lightness. You know, there's... Uh, um, Scott is on set all the time, and Hetty's really funny, and, and so there's a, there's certainly a lot of stuff, and it, it, especially with all those dead bodies around. That's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, there's yeah. got to be somebody somebody goofing a little bit with the dead bodies. Absolutely. I, just just uh, to I mean to that point, I mean I, I about just back on the dead bodies because this is Hannibal. We do sets about <laughs> this. One of the things we always talk about here on the show is we pray to God. This is most of these shows have some sort of consultant or some sort of FBI consultant or crime mm. consultant, some guy that says, "Oh yeah, these are the murders that happened. Please tell me there's not a mushroom." guy. Please tell me there's not a cello neck guy. The tell mushroom thing is guy. another thing that exists. The mushroom oh, thing... The, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that, that killer um, ah. is... A, that guy is a real ph- a philosophy that's like a big... has a big following about how... We, uh, I forget exactly what it was, but like we evolved from plants, and mm-hmm. plants are the true... Yeah, they interconnect, and that's how you really... Can, that's yeah, a yeah. true oh. philosophy. So this was... I'm not sure there was ever a guy who so, murdered underneath that so, philosophy, sure. so but that was so, a real... That's a real belief, like a popular thing. Wow. Okay. Well, that's because uh, these every week it's like these aren't just regular run of the mill. These are super crazy, super villain, super killers. Right. I think if there was a corpse totem, we might have. I hope we would have heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was some beach in Virginia where they just found a hundred corpses right. piled high. Oh. We would have been like, oh, oh, the world's gone crazy, guys. <laughs> um. Oh uh, yeah. Um. You had to deal with a whole bunch of. <laughs> Not only gruesome scenes, but some crazy medical jargon. Oh yeah. How how far ahead do you get your scripts? Oh, not that far ahead, but yeah, and it's tough because you have to. I mean, not only learn, it's tough to learn what it means. Like that's the thing. Well, I don't know again what a inferior vena cava was, but I had to look it up and be like, okay, so the heart was the valve didn't do this, and that means so it's it's beyond just learning how things are pronounced and what you're and and learning all that stuff and. But it's it's also like sounding like you're an educated guy. I mean, yeah. it's uh, you, you know, and so that's where that's where the I think the, the experts on set help come in real handy because then they sort of walk you through it so that it's hard to learn lines when you don't know what you're saying. It's impossible, in fact. Right. So you've got to sort of learn. You got to start from way scratch. So I have to become a smarter human first, and then learn the lines over here. Hmm. And it's uh, yeah, it's not the easiest, but it's not. I mean, 
It's it's and it, they help you by having all that inner stuff. With the, so I'm not just information guy. Oh, this is the information. That stuff's the worst. Though when you're a robot on on like a procedural, I don't know how you do that. But this is like. I can throw it in Will's face because Will had disagreed with me in the scene before, and you know, there's you know, I, I have a thing with Scott where he's always an idiot, and I, he gets under my nerves. So there's always yeah. stuff to play underneath the giving of the information, which makes it easier. Right. Hmm. What's been uh, What's been the reaction from fans that you run into? Anybody you run into? What What do they What do they tell you about your character or about uh? There's about a lot the of show? the show in general. It's a weird thing. I mean, hopefully they love to hate me. And they don't just hate me. <laughs> but th- that's certainly a, a thing where, I, you know, it, it would be one thing if I was a- ever right. And occasionally I am. I just don't get credit for that. Okay. But the will is constantly showing me up, right? So the fact that I'm still going after him as hard as I am, uh, uh, people th- th- who've come up to me tend to take issue with that. Where they're like, how come you haven't learned that he's... But th- in my defense, the guy's crazy, sweating all over the room. He comes in, and he's, he's mouth-breathing and sweating. Why would I ever listen to him? Right. Mm. So I, we're, we're happy. We're so happy and excited. We, we mentioned this last episode. We'll mention it again today, uh, that, that the show's been renewed mm. for season yeah. two, which we're absolutely stoked about. But it's been it was a while. I mean, what was that? I mean, you, you wrapped the show a while ago. I mean, yeah. So you've, you've been wrapped. You knew what you had. You mm-hmm. had 13, 13 wonderful episodes. Uh, it's been critically, the critics have loved it. We've loved the fans that seem to lo- seem to love it. Yeah. So talk to what, what was that time like? You know, between you know upfronts and you're like kind of on the bubble, and then now when you're like, oh, thank God. It's it's a bit of a roller coaster. I mean, you see the show for the first time, excuse me, and and you're like, oh, we made a good show, guys. We're fine. Lawrence Fishburne is tearing it up. Right. We're going to be okay. <laughs> and then it airs, and you're like, well, wait a minute. We haven't got to pick. I, you start to worry because it's, it's the kind of heady show where people like to, to, to TiVo it. and they like, to, like It's not necessarily like – it, it asks a lot from its audience. I, I think that's how it rewards its audience so much. It's not just can't doling out it's – not, it's not violence porn where it's just yeah. like, oh, something you can have on the background. I mean, there's mind games going on. There's, it's more – Cerebrally violent and emotionally violent, right? Each so episode is like a. You can watch two. You know, each episode twice. We usually watch each episode twice. And yeah, we're still like, huh? That's me too. <laughs> me too. And 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 it's rewarding that second time. Love it uh, mm-hmm. because you get to there's secrets. There's so many secrets going on that you don't catch until it's over, and so you know it's hard to gauge. You know what the numbers actually were. You know there's TiVo numbers and there's there's real numbers and there's. And, you know, overseas it's doing great, and internationally it's doing great, but how does that affect what NBC decides? And, and, and ultimately, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I Obviously, the last guy they consult on these kinds right, of things, guys. But, <laughs> uh, thankfully, you know, I'm just really uh, thrilled that we get to do a second season, and Brian gets to continue to tell his story, and, and so thankful to NBC and to the fans, I think, mostly. I mean, I, you know, we've been top on Twitter and for all of these episodes. And I, I, I can't, again, I'm not an expert on this stuff. I have no idea what that does, but it, it certainly makes, um, it certainly makes us feel good making the show that, that people are enjoying it. It's really hard. It's really interesting how the, 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 the measurement, how we measure these ratings and the metrics have yeah. changed all over the place. And, you know, we have the, now the, with these TiVo and the plus threes and the plus sevens. And then we have, you know, onlines and DVRs and TiVos and every other stuff. And then, but even here, I mean, we know for a fact that the fans love this show. I mean, even here at After Buzz, it's been the number one show for a while. Number right. One, people have been asking us to do it. We yeah. did it. It's been number one. It stayed number one. Yeah. Like, you know, the, so the people have spoken. So I'm, we're so glad here that it's been, been renewed. And, 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 and hopefully you. it's one of those things that grows. I mean, I, I think you guys have really hit it It's because it's your number one thing. It's like it's a conversation piece. Right. Like People want to discuss it and be like, well, why would he? And who did that? And, and what does that mean? And is yeah. that a real thing? And so it's like a – I think that those kinds of shows really start to grow. Um, their audience starts to become more fervent and starts to just grow. And we'll come out on, on DVD and, and it'll hopefully grow from there. And then by the second season, we'll just, we'll just knock it out. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what can uh, – just quickly, what – can you tease us about the remaining episodes for this season? Well, I was going to say that because we're going to yeah, get into predictions right? here in a second. So you can mm. give us some teases. We have we have a section segment called predictions where yeah. we oh you're going to predict some stuff. Butcher, but before we do oh, that, no. why don't you just give us a little you know a little maybe, insight a little if you will? Um, well, how do you tell if we're right or wrong? Well, you mentioned that there's a cliffhanger at the end. So there's absolutely that. it tees up a second season so hard that you're gonna you're gonna lose it. Oh, you're gonna lose it. 
you're gonna lose it. What's on the floor? It's us. We lost it. Yeah, that's all I can say. I mean, that is that count as a teaser? Like you're gonna lose your minds a little bit. Right. There's, I mean, stories get get. Uh, there's some resolutions. There's some. There's some. But as I said, there's some cliffhangers. I don't know. I mean, it, there's again, there's so many balls in the air, right? Like I don't know. You saw the trailer this week. The promo for next week. Eddie Izzard is back. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, this ball, I forgot this thing is still, like, it's just a thousand, and Abigail sort of comes and goes, and there's oh, that. girl, Abigail. Right? There's still a, a romance situation with, with uh, Alana Bloom that needs to be something. There's still uh, you, you, you Zeller finally uh, sleep with everyone. I don't know. What the, <laughs> well, uh, well, Zeller, did, now you, sl- you, you, you hooked up with Freddie Lowndes, right? Is I that, did hook up with Freddie Lowndes. Oh, uh, and I, you guys going to bring that back? Is that going to roll back around? Listen, maybe. If she returns my calls, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's really the balls in Freddie's course, (laughs) guys. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, well, thank you so much for for joining us here, and and thank you so much for for being here with us this whole whole hour and chiming in and and getting our French right. Listen, guys, my pleasure. After this, it's just back to my life. No, you're What's next? What what show are you doing next? Maybe I'll watch it. We, you're, look, you're welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, oh, please come, do. Come back, come come back every week. Uh, you know, you, you, well, your seat on the couch is always there for you. Um, right, thanks, I, 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 I did get into our news and gossip already, which is what? After Buzz TV News. They, they love news. that drop in. They love it. Breaking news. Breaking news. Hannibal has been renewed for it's season two. It's been renewed. Uh, we are all very thrilled and excited about this. We mentioned it last episode. We'll mention I think again. somebody in the room is the most thrilled about it. There's one guy in right. here. Yeah. I just like the sound effects. Yes. It, was, it, sounds, it just suddenly turned into like a morning zoo in here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there it is. There we go. Oh, well, Muse got sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them. He's got sound effects. So uh, that's really all I've got in the, in the Department of News and Gossip. But It so, is significant. And since so, so we're here, let's just jump into... Uh, and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions. So we know. So we'll, we'll, we'll give these predictions, and then we'll just glare over at Aaron, and he'll give us a <laughs> okay, nod. Okay. Right. No, a, or like this is good. Wink. It's like a good acting challenge to just try and play it cool. Uh, who's going go. to go first? Julia. Okay. Uh, okay. I predict that our girl, Dr. Alana Bloom, is mm. going to maybe intervene a little bit when it comes to Will's treatment, and just maybe... We'll uh, we'll see Hannibal in a new light because of it. Hmm. 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 I predict that our boy Will, uh, the the encephalitis, meningitis, whatever he's got going in his you brain. Love the big words. I, <laughs> listen, you love them. You teach you you teach a monkey a, a big word. He's just going to keep using it. You're the monkey in this. That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Look out! I throw poo. No. <laughs> He's done it before. I buy yes. it. What's that disease called? The uh, uh, syllabic name for well, that look one? Look it up. It's Philippa <laughs> disease. It's it, it start, it something Greek. Blipulitis. Um, <laughs> Hugh, Hugh, <laughs> Hugh Nancy. Uh, I expect that Will Graham is going to continue his descent into madness deeper and deeper because he's, uh, the encephalitis is not going to take care of itself. Um, and uh, and, and uh, uh, my prediction... Uh, is that we're gonna we're gonna see some more of our our girl uh, our girl Freddie? She's gonna come back into this. She's gonna stir the pot a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen her in a little bit. And, and by pot, you're talking about Zeller again? Nope. Bo- bo- no. bo- oh. bo- Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. and over last week. Speaking almost which, makes sense. Yeah, 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 pot is, okay. we'll, run, we'll run with it. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. We'll run with it. Uh, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold, and mm-hmm. I'll probably be wrong on this one, but just seeing uh, Eddie Izzard outside Alana Bloom's office kind of mm-hmm. reminded me, uh, or house kind of reminded me of uh, the situation between uh, between Hannibal and his uh, his psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name again? Um, Moriana. Bedelia Demoria. 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 So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wonder if there's something else between Eddie Izzard's character and maybe. Uh, and maybe Hannibal that has to do with uh, mm-hmm. that has to do with that. I mm. feel like it's very it's a mirror there, so I'm just really curious about that. All right, okay. all right. Mm-hmm. I uh, what, what do you got, Brad? What do you got for him? What does this face tell me? Well, not, it's not an icy one. I'm throwing just so much crap that you can't decipher it. It's also my acting style. Yes. I leave the editors a lot to play with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were throwing. Just the crap. let them choose and <laughs> all bad. Cut it together, right? <laughs> I Rest. gave you forty-seven different reactions, man. Something will fit. 
my prediction is I'm going to go opposite of you, Flip, and uh, I'm going to say that the encephalitis will be will be diagnosed and sooner than later, and Will will be back to normal, and he will then start to wonder, really, really genuinely start to be able to close in and question Dr. Lecter as he's always been kind of doing in the back of his mind. I really believe that. And we'll get to see my man, FPD. Fancy Pantsy Dancy. Never saw him. Uh, Hugh Dancy, huh? <laughs> yeah, Hugh Dancy. He's doing it big. Uh, fancy Pantsy Dancy, Joe. I'm not Say saying it. it. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Is that what right. you've been calling him? Fancy Pantsy Dancy? It's, it's all Joe's idea. I don't know. I, don't put that on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flippo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters, at Joe Flippo. Uh, you can find me here. We do uh, After Buzz for Mad Men as well as uh, Hannibal. And uh, if you guys ha- have children and like, uh, and, and like to entertain them and, and, and uh, have them have fun, uh, Escape from Planet Earth, I have a voice in, is coming out on DVD in the next couple of days. You can download it right now on iTunes. Go check it out. Yes. Uh, Aaron Abrams, where can we find you? He- here? I'm here right now. <laughs> That's good. I'll take it. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on the Twitter yes. as just uh, uh, Mr. Aaron Abrams at... Twitter. No, how does it go? That's it. That's Mr. it. That's all I say, right? Okay. That's all you need. That's, That's the first say. plug, guys. First ever plug. You know, excellent job. Nice. That's nice. Nice. Personal well plug. done, you. Really well, uh, Mr. Adams. Watch Hannibal. I'm on that. Yes. Guys. So you guys should continue to watch that. Sure. Thank you, AfterBuzz fans, for your support. Yep. As well as your support. We love you. No. <laughs> wow. No, it is all, the love yeah. is all for me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't want to fight you about it. Julia Kelly, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as well. Yeah, I'm one of those. At Julia Carely. <laughs> J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Don't make fun of me, Nanda. I'm not making fun of you. Where this is the pen phone room. always make fun of me. Where can we find well, you? Well, you know, me and the boys. You can find, I'm, I'm one of you guys. Like, if you can find me on Twitter also at Nando Bell. <laughs> N-A-N-D-O. I think we should all stop saying it like and, it's a special thing. And, yeah, like, hey, <laughs> hey, guys, I got this thing called Twitter. Yeah. And uh, you, can find me, you can find me also here at AfterBuzz for uh, Defiance and Arrested Development. And I believe Falling Skies when it, when it premieres. So I'm here for a few. Oh, that's Aww. exciting. Yeah. This man. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me at Joe K. Braswell on Twitter. You can also find me here doing Madman with Joe Sanfilippo. You can also find us doing the Madman season finale at uh, John Lovitz uh, Comedy Club coming up on June 23rd. Lots of cast, lots of cool people working on the show. We'll be moderating a panel, as well as watching the live finale. Should be quite awesome. Um, and you can also find me on Grantland.com and Extra with Maria Menudos. That's all I got. Thank you again, Aaron Abrams, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And we will see you. We're all caught up. We'll see you in a week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.